Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. In the name of Jesus, with eternal glory, honor, and praise to you. Let Jesus be magnified in Jesus' name. We welcome all our friends across the globe, wherever you are. The Lord is reaching you wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. This morning, we, the Holy Spirit impressed heavily in my spirit to to start to to uh, to to deal with what we started on Wednesday in the Bible studies. Someone say what a legacy. Someone say what a legacy. In this teaching, we'll be dealing with the legacy of two men in the Bible. They were young, they were youth, they were all blue blood. How do I mean? They were all born royalty. Born in the palace. But something happened to each of them after their birth. Their circumstance and life and life chose them, just like each and every one of us. You can choose your friend. You can choose who you marry. You can choose where you live. You can choose the business you do. You can choose where you work, but you can't choose your parent. Every one of us, God have a destiny for each and every one of us. Our relationship with God will determine how, much, how we end. The Bible says better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. You see, many, many people start very well. Will pour themselves into it. They very serious and passionate. But at the end of the day, when you have received what you're looking for, is it still zeal still there? Is the passion still there? Are you loyal, still loyal? Are you still faithful? Are you still committed? That is part of this teaching. Praise God. We have King Uzziah, a young man that was chosen to be the king at the age of 16 years. 16 years. A teenager. He started very well. I will go to Second Chronicles chapter 26. We're going to do a lot of readings. Praise God. A long read. From verse 1, 
Second Chronicles chapter two, chapter twenty-six, from verse one. I read from the New King James Version. Second Chronicles chapter twenty-six, from verse one. Now all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. He chose him to become king. He did not apply to that office. He built Elat and restored it. Verse 2. He built Elat and restored it to Judah. After the king rested with his fathers. After the, when he took over office, these are all his achievements. Great things he did. Verse 3. Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. 52 years. Within these 52 years, he did many things. They will see his foundation when it started. Verse 4, he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah did. Verse 5, he sought God in the days of Zechariah. He sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding of the visions of God and asked long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosperous. He sought God. Can you give me New Living Translation, if you can, of that verse 5? I love the way it, New Living Translation. Who's of that verse 5? Uzziah sought God during this day of Zechariah, who taught him to fear God. Do you see that? Who taught him to fear God? And as long as the king sought uh, guidance from God, from the Lord, God gave him success. He had fear, he had reverence for God. He received guidance from God. He made God his pursuit. This is like every one of us. When we are in need. Excuse me. When you are in need. Can I have the water please? So many immigrants. Thank you. So many immigrants, thank you. While coming to the US, they will promise God heaven and earth. God, if only you can help me to be in America. If only you can give me the visa. Our brethren from the Americas. 
We'll tell them, allow me just my feet to stand on the soil of the United States. I God, I will serve you all my life. I will go all the way for you. If only you can help me. God, if only you can give me a husband. God, if only you can give me a wife. God, if only you can give me a, a child. God, if only you can give me this good job or this business. Many of us were like him. And God oh, is a promise keeper. Remember? God is a promise keeper. God is a covenant keeper. God is the one that honor and magnify his word above his name. He honors his word. I used, I used to have a friend those days in the headquarters church in Akoka. He said, he Rev, you know, you, you, you just make deal with God because God is a deal, you know, he's a great guy. So you make deal with him and he keeps his deal side of it. So you have, you got to keep your own side of the deal. This young man knew the secret The question is, the things that we did with God that opened doors for us, that gave us home, that gave us job, that gave us health, that gave us career, that gave us children, are we still doing it? Somebody say with me, what a legacy. Go to verse 6. Uzziah declared war on the Philistines and broke down the walls of God, Jabneh and Ashdod. Then he built new towns in the Ashdod area and in other parts of Philistia. He became very great, wise and strong, a mighty seven. Uzziah, verse 7. God helped him in his wars against the Philistines, his battles with the Arabs of God, and his wars with the Philistines. God, he enjoyed the help of God. Because he enjoyed, God helped him, he prospered. Why? Because he learned to fear God and make God his guidance. He's dependent on God. God started guiding him and helping him. Verse 8. The the Munites paid annual tribute to him, and his fame spread even to Egypt, for he became 
it becomes very powerful. King James Version says he became exceedingly strong. Exceedingly. His fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt, for he became exceedingly strong. Go down to Go down to verse 16, verse 15. Verse 15. Look at it. And he made devices in Jerusalem, invented by skillful men to be on the towers and the corners. He built structures on the walls of Jerusalem. He built war machines. What other kings could not do? To be on the towers and the corners to shoot arrows and last stones. So his fame spread far away for he was marvelously helped till he became strong. Do you see that? His fame spread far and wide. For the Lord gave him marvelous help. And he became very powerful. Very powerful. He had something going on for him. One would have said, thought that that thing between him and God that have brought him thus far, he will keep doing it. That total soul that, you know, he had reference, he had fear for God. And he, he sought God for guidance. The, is, God's, is God in that job you are doing? That relationship you have, that business you are doing, does it have a say in that job, in that relationship, in that friend you have, in that man you marry or wife, training that daughter or that son? Does it have a say? Do you seek his guidance at all in all that you do? Or you just get stuff together and ask him to bless it. And if you refuse, if you didn't bless it, say, oh, you didn't love me. Just like our little children. I taught you my friend. This was what brought Uziah to this place of fame, of glory, of honor, of wealth, of success. Remember, he started at 16 for five decades plus. He relied on God. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. That's what the Bible says. 
But how did the Uzziah end it? Go to 16. Verse 16. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the of the law to burn incense on the altar of incense. Look at the New Living Translation. But when he had become powerful, he also become proud, became proud, which led to his downfall. He sinned against the Lord his God by entering the sanctuary of the Lord's temple and personally burning incense on the incense altar. Now he's become very powerful. He's become very famous. He's become very wealthy. The Bible can just say he's become very strong. He's very powerful. His fame is everywhere. Nations are submitting to him. So, no more boundary. Rather than relying on God's strength, that I, remember, he sought the Lord. He had fear for God. He made God his guidance, right? Which means it's depending solely on God. And God helped him marvelously. Which means the strength, the ability, the wisdom, the know-how was not his. It was God. The glory of God that was just being revealed as long as he submitted and surrendered to God. As, as long as he allowed God to be God in his life. The honor of God, the glory of God was being spread. He thought he's the one. Pastor and Mrs. were telling us about the, the footstep on the sun, right? This morning during the Sunday school class. The young man thought that this footsteps on the sand was his. And God said, no. When you were tired, you couldn't walk. And those are my footsteps. We see the hand of God in all every area of our lives. In the job, we enjoy his hand. We enjoy his presence. We enjoy his grace. We enjoy his mercy. We enjoy his favor. Things will are working. The glory of God is blasting doors open for us. Uzana said, Oh, he is the one doing it no more, God. You discover that the things he was doing before that are brought in this far, he abandoned it at the altar of pride. At the altar of self, I have arrived. Can't you see? I'm now a big boy. I'm now I'm riding with the Joneses. You can now sign hundreds of thousands. You're not signing millions. You're not buying, you're flying first class. And God is no more God. God, the Bible says, not his will that any should perish. It is his will that all should be saved 
and come to the knowledge of the truth on that line. Knowledge of the truth. The truth is this, is that God loves us to enjoy his goodness. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. God does is not happy when we are being buffeted and destroyed by the enemy because the Bible says when you lower the hedge, the serpent will bite. Why is it that so many Christians started well and they don't finish well? It has been a great burden to me. The Holy Ghost pointed me to this. You see somebody being dedicated, being faithful and committed when he had nothing. Every time the door of the church is open, they are there. Call for prayer meeting, they are there. But you discover that when they started seeing some crumbs, not just, just the real thing. You call a meeting. Married for 10 years, 7 years, no child. Now God bless God, that child is not the problem for you not to come to church. Looking for a job for how many years? You don't have a job. Now God bless you with a good job. God, you see, that job you gave me. The husband you gave me. You are looking for a husband for many years. Or wife. Why? Is it wrong? What a legacy. Now hear me and hear me clearly. Every time we miss step on the line. Miss step. Every time we miss step. We misstep when we take ourselves away from God's son. When we take our dependency and reliance on God from God and say, God, I can, I got it. I can handle it. I can fix it. Whereas you got nothing, you can't handle anything. I'm smart enough to deal with the issues. Pastor, this is not church. Have you heard that? These few days I've been a pastor. I've heard it many times. Both in Nigeria and in this place. Pastor, this is not church. As if God's investment in your life is temporary. His life is in you. He died for you. He has his spirit on the inside of you. And he is so much committed to his own. God is so much interested and concerned about your life and for your life much more than yourself. Because that is, you can't help yourself. You can't fix yourself. Because anytime we take 
ourselves away from him, we end up like Hosea. Every time. Every time. Why is it that people that started business do well and become, they become disloyal to God. They are no more loyal. They are no more faithful. They have become bloated. And you know, Noah and behold, the business crash. Why? Why is it that Christians, we don't have generational blessing, generational business, that business that lasts generations. Why is it that only unbelievers business that are generational? And many of us, we take the, the pride of working for the unbelievers. Why can't they work for us? This has been a great burden in me. Does it mean that God blesses and he cannot keep blessing until he become, to a, a become great blessings? But remember that God does not leave himself without a weakness. That is why we're going to be dealing with another life, another person in the Bible in the next meeting. You are not the son of my voice. You are hearing this message today because of the love of God for you. Because of his mercy. That you should run from the example of Uzziah. That is not a legacy that you should have. The legacy of Uzziah is destructive. And that's not the legacy you should have. The more you are blessed, the more you need God. The more faithful you should remain. The more submissive you should remain. The more dedicated you should remain. The more loyal you should remain. The more reverence you should remain. Because there is nothing you have that is not given to you from above. He who owns the whole world, managing all the resources, is willing not to manage it's more fry of you. This is giving me great concern. Some sense of the old that walked with God ended up with the bliss of glory. Yes, as a human being, they know they are frayed and fragile. Look at David. That walked with God. Solomon. Thank God for his father. But at the end of the day. He could not manage success. He blew it. Why? The father handed over to him. A great. Kingdom. Unified kingdom. The people that love God. That are wholeheartedly serving God. But he blew it. And handed over to a divided kingdom. The people that are, known are rebellious against God. That's not success. Abraham. Followed God. 
Like David, he missed it. He turned back to God. And he ended up well. Today we are still talking about the blessing of Abraham. This young man that God so helped. God marvelously helped him. Go to 17. Then we will pause. He entered. He no more boundary. There are many people today that are living in the church because of the blessing of God upon their life or because of the name they have made, because of the God's mercy and grace and blessing. Today, they don't have no more boundary, just like Hosea. That verse 16, I've not done with it yet, just a minute. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. You are not a priest. God specifically said it. That the people only Aaron and his children have the right to the what? To to the altar as priests. And any other person that is not you're not supposed to be there must be killed. Today no more difference between things that are of eternal value. Holy things. People no more reverence holy things. No more reverence the things of eternal value. Because they become big. No more boundaries. We no more have boundaries in how we deal and walk and live because we are not big. We have made names. But you notice that people that have maintained boundaries, that still have reverence for God, that still have reverence for the things of God, that say, oh, this is my limitation. Yes, I'm a child of God. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. But this is my limitation. I can't cross this borderline. There is a line we must not cross. God that we serve is a God of love, of mercy. They see the God of justice. There is a line we must not cross. And when we maintain these lines, we discover that we walk into the arena of unlimitedness. We become unstoppable. There are people that place on this planet Earth with the glory of God that, that went ahead of their time. They are flesh and blood like you. And that is where God is setting the church. Listen. 
the church of Jesus was born in great power. When the church was born, Acts chapter 2, the whole world knew that the church was born. And the church will be taken away in with greater power. Because the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. The world have not seen anything yet. Talk about people that, that are gods that walk on planet Earth. God is raising them up. People that know how to set boundaries. People that know say this is God's. You don't cross his line. Uzziah, you are not a priest. You are a king. Priest, don't make sacrifice at the altar. That's kings, I beg your pardon. Don't make sacrifice at the altar. It's only meant for king, priest. Your job is to lead the people as a king. But Aaron and his children are to serve at the altar as priests. But today, the world, the church world, no more borderline. They can quote the scripture, I'm a rare priesthood, a chosen generation, a holy nation. Yes, even are you doing that job? How well do you represent him in that office, in that job, in that family? Because if we are playing our role, the whole world could have been filled with the glory of God as the water covers the sea. The legacy of Uzzah is a bad legacy for every one of us. It's in positive and negative means together to produce power, right? From here, you go home, you read it, you say, you know what not to do if you continue to enjoy the glory of God upon your life. There are things to do. There are things you don't do. For he who let all that name the name of the law depart from iniquity. Grace does not mean that we will, with our crocodile eyes we pick and walk into and be dwelling in iniquity. There have to be a separation. There have to be a separation. Why did Paul say, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Why did he say so? If there's no separation. What a legacy. Look at verse 18. Now listen. In 17, the priests have to defend their territory. Just as I am doing this morning, you are not the sound of my voice. 
My job is to tell you the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. The unadulterated word of God. Verse 17. So Azariah the priest went in after him. And with him were eighty priests of the Lord. Valiant men. They told him, no, this Uzziah, you have crossed the borderline. You have crossed the boundary. You are a very powerful king. Very, very powerful. Very influential. But it doesn't reach here. Verse 18. Look at it. If his heart have not been messed up. Remember he started by with Zechariah that taught him to fear the Lord and made the Lord his guidance. Don't forget that. Which means his heart has reverence for God. But that place of reverence have not been overtaken with pride, with arrogance, with pompousness because he has arrived. I am a, I, he has become strong and powerful, worthy and influential. And they withstood King Uzziah and said to him, It is not for you, Uzziah, to point incense to the Lord. But for the priests, the sons of Aaron, who has consecrated, set apart to punishments, get out of the sanctuary, for you have trespassed, you have sinned against God. You shall no honor, you shall have no honor from the Lord God. Uzziah! You have trespassed. You shall have no honor from the Lord. You have dishonored God. And dishonor will be on you every day of your life. Before the man of God finished speaking, go to the next verse. Verse 19, look at it. Then Uzziah became furious, you see. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Instead of being humble, right? And repent. God is not looking for who to kill and destroy. I put it to you. If Uzziah has repented here. What follow wouldn't have happened to him. Then Uzziah became furious. Say, who are you? Don't you know who I am? Who are you? Ordinary priest, ordinary pastor. I pay your bills. I built this church. I did this. I did that. And look at where you have ended. What legacy are we leaving behind? 
What are we leaving behind for those that are coming? What example are we showing to the young ones? Even to those that have not known the Lord. The way we are living, are they repelling the people or attracting the people to God? Do you know that the Bible says we are a living epistle, right? A living epistle says you are the book, a living book that people read. So what are we, what are they reading out of our lives? Is what they are reading, are they driving them away from God? Driving them away from church? Or are they drawing them to God and drawing them to church? He was mad. Furious. And he had a censer in his hand to burn incense. And while he was angry with the priests, look at it. Leprosy broke out on his forehead. Before the priests in the house of the Lord, beside the uh, incense altar. Instead of say I'm sorry and repent, he was furious because Pride have led him to his destruction. May pride not have any place in our lives in Jesus' name. Verse 20. And Azariah the chief priest and all the priests looked at him, and there on his forehead, beforehead, he was leprous to death. So that they thrust him out of that place. Indeed, he also hurried to get out because the Lord has struck him. 21. King Uzziah was a leper until the day of his death. He dwelt in an isolated house because he was a leper. For he was cut off from the house of the Lord. Then Jordan, his son, was over the king's house, judging the people of the land. Look at it. What a mighty fallen. Somebody that God have exalted. Somebody that God have honored. And because he dishonored God, God dishonored him. And he died a leper. We will not die like King Zohar. May we not end like King Uzziah. Can you go with me to 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 30. Amplified version. The amplified version. 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 30. The amplified. No, the Amplified, not Amplified Classic. Okay. Alright, let me read it from here. First Samuel chapter 2. Okay, you can go back to Amplified Classic. First Samuel chapter 2. Verse 30. Look at it. 
Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel says, I did promise that your house and that of your father, for father Aaron should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord says, be it far from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. I'm going to read the Amplified Version of this. Eli's sons, right? They were, did, in a nutshell, did exactly what Uzziah did. Put hands, even though they are priests. But they dishonor God in their service. They did not honor God with the sacrifice. And they were living in a house, sleeping with the women. Rather than waiting for the priests to make the sacrifice and take their portion as God had given to them. Because at the end of the day, they had the one that eat it. Why don't you wait for God to be honored first? Rather than waiting, they will put their hands, take it, defy the altar, do everything. And God was counting for them. Just like Uzziah, they died and the family lost the, the priesthood. God is terrible. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. For my God is the consuming fire. He is merciful. He is good. He is loving. But he's still God of justice. The Amplified Version says, Therefore, the Lord God of Israel declares, I did indeed say that your house and that of Aaron, your father, would walk in priestly service before me forever. Yes, this is my promise. But because you have defied me, you have dishonored me. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me. I change my mind. May God now change his mind concerning us. Far be it from me for those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me will be insignificant and contemptible. So these two words jumped out. You say you become nothing. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? Insignificant. Non-existence. Non-essential. Non-important. Can you imagine? The person that was highly exalted. That the first king in Israel to manufacture weapon. That other nations were paying homage and tribute to become very strong and very powerful and worthy and influential. See how he ended. Because he dishonored God. He evaporated. My dad, with this, I rest my case. My dad, one day, i never forget this. This is one of the guiding light of my life. We're having a 
pastor's retreat in Lagos, Nigeria. Went to one camp in Badagri with the pastors fasting. Dry fast with red eye. He was talking to pastors about 200, 240. Train pastors that come from those of us that were in camp with him. As we were speaking, was talking to us the importance of the ministry. That it's a privilege to be called and chosen to be used by God. That if you think that you are too important, you are not important at all. He said, Fred, go and get me a bucket filled with water. I went. What I'm saying now, the Holy Ghost will quicken this in my spirit. This happened about nearly over 25, 6 years ago. What is 26 years? He asked me to bring the bucket filled with water. And I brought it in front. All the pastors were there. They gathered around. He rolled his, his, his shirt up. And put deep his hand inside the bucket filled with water. And asked them, is my hand in the water? Did the water make space for my hand? Everyone said yes. He said, that's how it is when you are called, when you are chosen. When you are being used by God. You are important. He made that true for you in the end. Solomon told his son, um, David told his son Solomon, said, know the God of your father and serve him wholeheartedly. See, if you deny him, he will deny you and spew you out. So after he removed his hand from the bucket filled with water, the whole place was sealed up. He said, is there any space in this water that the hand was inside it before? Everybody chorus, no. No space. You wouldn't even know that there was a hand in that water. You understand what I'm saying? So that's how it is. With our walk with God. When God spew you out, you will no more be assistance. That's why he told us where I read. He said you become insignificant and become non-assistance. The Amplifier says, Therefore the Lord God of Israel declares, I did indeed say that your house and that of Aaron your father will walk in priestly service before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me. For those who honor me will I honor I will honor those that honor me. And those who despise me will be insignificant and contemptible. I will not permit you search of those words. May we never, you don't even wish that to your worst enemy. 
Dearly beloved, what a legacy. We're going to pick up the other legacy next Sunday. But this is a bad legacy. Hear me, hear me clearly. That thing you have been doing that brought you from Grand Zero up here with God, that commitment, that dedication, that faithfulness, that loyalty, that prayer, that fasting, that weakness in evangelism, that showing of love, that making God number one. Keep doing it. Keep at it. That is your life. That is your future. Why not talk to him? Why not talk to God? Why not ask God to help us? Ask God to help you in your walk with him. God, I will not end up like Uzziah. I will not end up like Uzziah. We will not end up like Uzziah. In the name of Jesus. The way out for you not to end up like Uzziah is to receive Jesus. That's the first foundation. The foundation is Jesus. The foundation is receiving Jesus. If you reject Jesus, you will end up like Uzziah. But it's not the will of God that any should perish. It is his will that all should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Jesus loves you. God loves you. And Jesus died for you. He paid the price for you. I want to pray with you. You under the sound of my voice. I want you to say this prayer with all your heart. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me by giving your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. You came to this world. You died for me. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. From this day forward, help me to live for God. Help me to be well pleasing to you. Help me never to end like King Uzziah. Help me to leave a good legacy, to finish well and finish strong in Jesus' name. That is it, my friend. Welcome to the greatest family. Now, I want you to go to your smartphone and your tablet and download the Bible. The Bible is free. Make a good, make good friend with your Bible because the Bible is God's word to you. It's a roadmap to your destiny. Then go to a Bible-believing church. Tell the pastor I sent you. If you're here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I make bold to invite you to Trem Atlanta God's Embassies. Mana, we are at 1611-1611 Ross West Street. Smana, zip code 3080. I look forward to receiving you. Service days at 10 a.m. Eastern. God bless you. Remember, the legacy of Uziah is not a legacy for you and I. What a legacy. God bless you. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.